Hey ya! Uh, welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the show that has another record. It's supposed to be the most nuclear podcast. I am your host, Vince. And I am your very thankful host, Declan. What's up, pal? Not much. Had a pretty chill weekend, actually. <laughs> yeah, what'd you do? Um, I sat in my bed and I played Pokemon. Really? How'd that go for you? Quite good. I'm almost done. But, like, I feel like there's still a lot more around the corner that I've the game's not really letting on about, so. Did you get to the part where Pikachu kills Dumbledore? Not yet, but I did hear that it's tragic. Yeah, I heard it's. I heard it happens. Yeah. Uh, I heard that Gandalf shows up, too. Yeah, dude. And then fucking Star Fox, just out of nowhere. No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> How have you been, yeah. dude? I'm alright, my man. I've, uh, I watched Joker twice over the weekend. Still a good movie? Bring it up to four. Yeah, and you know what? It's like every time I see it, I'm not like, oh, fuck, I gotta sit through this again. It's like, oh, this scene's coming up next, and this one's coming up next. Like, That's it's, cool. It's, like, yeah, it's, it always it's, grabs your attention. Yeah, and like, the I watched it on Friday night with some people, and I was like trying to shut the fuck up and like not be like, and they did this when they filmed it, and they did that, and I watched an interview with Joaquin Phoenix, and he said this, <laughs> and like, you know, like I was like trying to not get excited. Yeah. And then when we watched it again on Sunday night, I was an asshole. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was just like, you've seen it, so now I can talk. <laughs> so you just like layered it with your commentary? Yeah, I was like, I was like, that's because of that, and that's a Batman thing, and that's purple. And you remember and, the car? <laughs> yeah. Um... And I was like, nobody picked up on that? Like, I was just, I'm just a fucking <laughs> asshole. Um, and then Your I, amateur I, film critic coming out? Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, why doesn't anybody appreciate things? <laughs> um, I got brunch for the first time ever. Brunch is so good, yeah. It's very overrated. No, I love me some brunch. I, I had French toast. Well, that's just breakfast food. Yeah, what the fuck is brunch food? I don't know, like... It could be breakfast food or lunch food, but the most important part about brunch is the day drinking. No, that's the worst <laughs> part about it. I know, I'm just kidding. The, yeah, the place I went, I was looking at the drinks that they had. They were like, oh, have a mimosa or a Bloody Mary for fucking $6. I'm like, crack open a can of V8 and take a shot, my guy. What, <laughs> what, are, we, what are we doing? Like, why is this so expensive? But you know what? Speaking of fucking expensive, you know what's really expensive? What is? The Giddy Up Buttercup. Oh! Yeah, today's lore. That was actually a fucking decent segue. <laughs> that was pretty smooth. Uh, yeah, so again, uh, I'm doing this new thing. Uh, if you want to hear lore, you gotta put it in the Discord. Simple as that. Um, oh! This one, again, is from the Discord. Somebody requested it. I, I don't remember who but somebody requested it so if you go in the discord you go to feedback and you put in what lore you want to hear i'm just taking requests at this point yeah that's cool what if nobody requests anything then we're fucked no i don't know i'll figure it out but i'm just <laughs> yeah. saying like if you want to hear something yeah like I'm totally if you want to hear that. something that isn't like i want to know like like as long as you don't want to know the fucking shoe size of doc mitchell and like why he has to wear an orthopedic sleeve like you know what i mean like I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about whatever you want. Well, also, now like, I need to know about the shoe size of Doc Mitchell and why he wears uh, an orthopedic sleeve. Well, it's because he has a club foot and he wears a ten and a half, but the other foot is a nine, all right? Um, that was surprisingly uh That was really thorough. quick. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we record on Mondays or Tuesdays, so if it's like a Sunday night and you're just like, I want to know the entire Maxon lineage, I'm not going to have that done by the next day. Right. <laughs> but like if you want to hear something throw it in the johnson and i'll talk about it so okay yeah. the giddy up buttercup a ro robotic horse uh made by wilson Automatoys, the ultimate in equestrian robotics the ultimate the ultimate say. in equestrian robotics so that <laughs> is there a subpar equestrian robot <laughs> yeah that's what that's what i thought that leads me to believe <laughs> that there is a subpar equestrian robot somewhere guess how much they cost I mean, I accidentally just looked at it on the wiki. This they cost sixteen thousand dollars. Sixteen thousand American dollars. Sixteen thousand dollars. I I wish there was a way to like 
be able to tell what the inf- oh wait hold on didn't we do this be. once before i think we did this once before um yeah if on. gas is gas by us is like right now by me is fucking like 260 something a gallon right probably calls her 275 yeah we did this math before uh let me just figure that out anyway and i'll get back to you all right i'm gonna keep reading um they have a copyright on one of the posters for Giddy Up Buttercup uh, for 2042, so we can assume that they were at least made in that year, or distributed in that year, or the ideas from around then, so at least the 2040s they were being made in. Uh, the aliens in Mothership Zeta have a strange fasc- fascination with them. In the research lab, there's 114 Giddy Up Buttercups in the Fallout 3 DLC of Mothership Zeta. Uh, the first time you walk into the slaughter room in Mothership Zeta, a Giddy Up Buttercup's eyes will flash blue three times, and then never again. Hmm. Yeah. That's really bizarre. Yeah. Um, it was just one of those things, I guess, that they put in. They were like, here this is, and now it's not. So. Um... So, super-duper rough Reddit math. It would be about $3,500. Really? Yeah. How did you find it? I went on Reddit, and someone was asking about inflation. And Mm -hmm. inflation, they based it off of magazines and comics. And they got a rate of about 4.5. So I just divided... No, four uh, times. Oh. So, like... Shit. One... One dollar then is like, or one, one dollar now is four point five dollars then. Super duper rough. Wow. The only thing is, they say basing it off of gas is really inaccurate because of the demand being so crazy. Yeah. That the demand is also inflated. So basing it on something like comics or magazines is a lot more sense because there's an ample supply. How many? How much? Comics like what? Thirty five dollars a comic. Comics cost twenty three. Why am I thinking and a contemporary right? comic costs between four and five bucks. Contemporary? Meaning now. Oh. That's what that word means? Yes. Huh. So contemporary art means just art of the now. Art of the now, yeah. Son of a bitch. Alright. Um, so Gideon Buttercups can be used as uh, ammo for the rocket launcher, and they can also be stripped down, or the, um, uh, the junk jet. Um, they can be stripped down within Fallout 4. If you strip down a full Giddy Up Buttercup, it gives you three three gears, four screws, four strings, and strings, springs. Sorry. Hold on. Start it up. Deco, hit the rewind button. Alright. Three gears. You following me? Mm-hmm. Four screws. Continue. Four springs. Affirmative. Five steel. Absolutely. Now, if you do it in 76 and you strip it down, there's various different workbenches you could do it at. Uh, there's two gears, five steel, three spring, one screw. That's a lot less good. Yeah, I remember finding, um, I remember finding Giddy Up Buttercups in four and being like, oh my god, I could make like two scopes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're worth a lot. Yeah. And you don't find a whole lot of full ones in four. You usually find them by the piece. Yeah. Yeah, there's a. F- whenever I did find, uh, whenever I did find a full one, I remember being like, "Ooh, this is not to be squandered." <laughs> yeah, and um, like, they were heavy. Yes, I remember or, that. Yeah. It took a lot to carry one around. I think it's really neat to think like, like even though it's not an RPG element, and I have to complain about it just because I'm talking <laughs> about Fallout Four. But they you weigh have a eight child. pounds in Fallout Four. Do they really? Yeah. Wow. How much do they weigh in three? Um, I don't. I don't know. think you pick them up in three. I don't think you can either. No. Not not full ones, at least. No, I don't. No, you can you can't. pick up parts? Oh, I doubt it. No. All right, so, um, what was I getting at? So there's a an an, an, an automatoys, a Wilson's automatoys that's just southwest. Yeah, southwest of Quincy. Um, now. There's also a quest in here called Giddy Up and Go, where, if I remember correctly, you speak to the man who invented the Giddy Up Buttercup. Ooh. Um, but there is literally fucking nothing on the wiki. About the quest? There's nothing about the quest. 
the the quest is it just all the quest says for for the like the the wiki page it's an unmarked quest all it says is go talk to this guy bring him like three i think it's no if it's not three it's bring him a full giddy up buttercup come back that's it that's it like there's there's nothing about the lore the terminals how he was trying to build it for his daughter it's just a fetch and, quest yeah, it's and it gives you caps, but if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong because I didn't get to read about it because the wiki was lacking, um, which I'm not yelling at the quick the quicky. That's a fucking that's a whole different thing. Uh, uh, the 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 wiki. I'm not yelling at the wiki. I'm yelling at fucking Fallout Four not being flushed out. Uh, it's he like didn't spend time with his daughter. He thought this would bring him and his daughter together, and then it didn't. And then Oof. the world ended, and he's like, oh, my family has died, and I am a ghoul now. Shit happens, I guess, huh? I mean, I guess. Um, so there, there's a factory there, and the factory was actually under Project Scythe. Scythe was a pre-war U.S. government Department of the Army program to repurpose civilian manufacturing for covert production of munitions, allowing for rap- rapid military mobilization in the event of a... Uh, in the event of a major confrontational forces conflict, three of the four factories' five production lines had been converted to making landmines as of two days before the outbreak of the Great War, so the 21st of October. Um, with the start of the full-scale production was scheduled for all these mines was scheduled for November 1st of 2077. That's, that's really, really cool. It's really all I have on the Giddy Up Buttercup. I, I was surprised that there wasn't more. Yeah, I didn't know about Project Scythe, though. That's really neat. I feel like it's something that I knew about, but I didn't know about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wonder if um, that's a a reference. To what? The Scythe board game. I doubt it. Because that's about, like, a like weapons factory. Um, You want to look it up? I'm on the page, but it doesn't seem to have anything. Well, I mean, that's really all I have about the Gideon Buttercup. I think it's neat. I, th- I like the I like the um, I like the Americana of the game. I was yeah, a, I was at a I was at a McDonald's recently with a f- couple friends, and uh, already my my choices were poor because I was at a McDonald's, and the dude who was at the register helping us had like the old school McDonald's logo shirt kind of thing, like it was a mm-hmm. sweater, and I was like, I like his sweater. It has the like like the the original like the fucking. 70s 80s logo like the hamburger yeah. man and i looked over at my friend and i was like i don't know why i know that and they're like you have an appreciation for americana i was like i guess but that's just yeah, it do. feels shitty to say that mcdonald's is americana i mean it is but like, it is it totally is mcdonald's coca-cola disney yeah you know all the evil corporations greed yeah <laughs> uh, yeah um yeah, that's all I really have to say about getting a buttercup. You want to say anything? You want to? I want to ride one. Um, yeah, I'm an adult and I want to get <laughs> in Fallout Three. They're huge. They're massive. I'm going to put a picture of the research facility bay. It'll be somewhere um, that they're that they're in in Zeta, and they are quite large. There's smaller ones. But yeah, I don't know why they're so big. Because in Fallout Four, they're like toddler sized. I think that they were meant to be ridden. I think they were meant to be just mechanical horses that would like go up and down um go up and down like in a certain like you ever see those like riding horses that people would have like horses no 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 they're like toys but they're on like springs and they're like riding yeah horses yeah for inside the house. i remember That's having I, one when i was a kid did you have like a real one like a big big one no it wasn't that big i think of those as, like the the bougie toys from the 1800s mm, yeah you know what i mean like oh fucking wilhelmina got herself a fucking horse thing yeah a springy horse spring horse one springy horse please only four thousand dollars watch out for that hitler fella (laughs) he's a bad egg i i don't remember what that do you know what that's from no that's from something i remember i had a friend that always used to whenever he did his old timey like 20s voice he'd go watch out for that hitler fella (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about that dang oh yeah so, this week was Thanksgiving. It has just passed. It just... Okay, I can I just say something about Thanksgiving? Yes. Um, 
don't not talk to your family. I I, I don't like that. The whole reason why um, people celebrate holidays is to go hang out with their family and be like, hey, I love my family or I love my friends. Uh, just fucking tell them that. Like, yeah. I think it's really shitty that there's also Friendsgiving. I mean, I get it, but, like, I think it's kind of dumb. I think I you like just kind of do things with your friends. I think it's a fun occasion to, like, oh, everyone cook something, come together. Like, it's nice to have that dedicated time. Why can't you do that in July? Oh, I I would do it in July. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think... It just sounds like a potluck, like... Yeah, it is a potluck. Thanksgiving's just a fancy label potluck. Yeah, it's about genocide. But, seeing as we're in the season for Thanksgiving, I personally really love Thanksgiving because I really have a, I have a really close family and we all make, make food together and it's this big to-do with magical gravy. And I was thinking, what would Thanksgiving look like in the Fallout universe? So I want to just have this like little mini discussion. What would a dinner spread in the Fallout universe look like for Thanksgiving? What would you say? I would say in, uh... In the center of the table would be either some Yao Guai meat or, like, if you're more of, like, a, a Marylander or, like, a coastal person, maybe some, uh, um, Mirelurk. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're out in the country, maybe you just get a whole bunch of, uh, rad roaches. Okay. Rad stag. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, that would be, like, the main, like, meaty course. Um... And if maybe you don't have uh, the means to get that, you maybe just get a stack of Salisbury steaks. Um, for sauce, I don't know. What kind of sauce would you make? In, is there gravy in Fallout? Yeah, you can make a gravy. I you mean, can make a gravy out of anything. I'm trying to think of, like, what would you use instead of a butter if you got to make a roux? Because, like, you wouldn't have flour. Hmm. I, well, razor mm, grain could maybe be made into flour. If you could, like, take a... Yeah, maybe... I mean, there would be a lot of steps involved. Mm-hmm. Um, we can kiss like garlic bread out the that's out the window. That's goodbye. Garlic bread that that's not a Thanksgiving food, but it should be. Can we talk about a Thanksgiving food that's wildly overrated? What mac and cheese? You consider mac that a Thanksgiving food? Mac and cheese, fuck. Well, just in general, mac and cheese fucking sucks. I like, love mac and cheese. Personally. Oh, I I fuck. I don't like. It's not that great. It's not that great. It's not it's, hard to make. It's, it's noodles it's and just, cheese. It's, it's delicious. It's just not challenging. It's like lemon chicken. Yeah, it's just chicken and lemon. Like, it's just, it's insulting. Like, not insulting. It's like... It's it's 101. It's intro level. No, not even... It's, it's just not, like, it's not... It's not stimulating. Like, I want to eat a meal and think about, like the things that went into it. Like I just made some chicken that I let well, marinate in olive oil and garlic for like two days. There's this really cool that. mac and cheese restaurant that's up near me. Yeah. That like all they do is mac and cheese of different varieties. Like and they got like lobster mac, they've got like this uh southern barbecue mac. They've got like yeah, all what's sorts the best of part about those mac and cheese. It's not the macaroni and it's not the cheese. It's the other shit you're putting in. Well they make it. their they make their own macaroni, so it's a bit better. I guess, but like it just seems like one of those caveat foods that it's like it's like lobster. You're not eating the lobster because the lobster tastes good. You're eating it because you want to eat butter. Fair. You know what I mean? Like it just seems like one of those. But like, regardless, I don't really consider mac and cheese a, a Thanksgiving food. No. Well, I think that's a I think that's a cultural thing. Is it? I think so. I think depending on like where you are in the states. Because hmm. I mean, okay. First off, we're talking about this. We have people that listen to us in, in England, and I don't. I mean, I don't think you guys have. Thanksgiving yeah, and the Christopher Canadians. Columbus didn't kill all of your Native Americans, so... Yeah, and um, uh, Canada's Thanksgiving is in October. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this is, so, a, this is from a truly Northern American perspective. So, okay, a Northern American, a Northern American Thanksgiving starts off with 19 Big Macs. And everybody has to eat them until... <laughs> no! <they're done. laughs> Did you ever no. have a Big Mac? What? Do you ever have a Big Mac? Not that I can recall. They're they're not good. Yeah, like <laughs> they're. I I remember I I was I I think I might have been like thirteen or fourteen years old, and my parents were like, "You've never had a Big Mac?" And I was like, "No." And they were like, "You have to have one." And I was like, "All right, let me get one." And I ate it, and I was like, "I could never eat this again. It'd be fine." It's just not. Yeah, it's like 
It's never to something quote, I really to, needed. To quote fucking, I can't think of the rapper's name, but he's like an 80s guy. I like the Whopper. Fuck the Big Mac. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Alright, so uh, other foods. Fallout has sorry, carrots. Yeah. So carrots are there. They have corn. We have the corns there. Gourd? Mm, gourd. gourd? Okay. Yeah, gourd. Gourd's good. I think we're kind of like negate neglecting something though. What the, the potatoes? No, no. How do we know that this would exist? Culture went through a massive change. True. I was thinking more of like a thought exercise. Like, of course it wouldn't exist because like there's no need for holidays in the apocalypse. No, no, no I understand what you're saying, but through the scope, but 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 who like how do I want to word this? Through the scope of somebody who's trying to learn about how the, how the ways of the old world was, would they interpret Thanksgiving? It would probably be some celebratory um, meal. Why? Um, it could be like for how anything. would how would the information be passed down? Like how the dude in Diamond City thought baseball was a game where you walked into a field and you beat the shit out of somebody until they couldn't move anymore. Right, like, right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like how would... Hmm. How would how the holiday would... have mutated? Exactly. Um, Are the, Do the concept of holidays exist? Well, Is that a cultural thing? I feel like the like, concept of celebrations have always existed. Okay, I'll give you that. So I'd say maybe it would be kind of mutated to be like, oh, a celebration of a, a victorious battle or something. Where does the actual origins of Thanksgiving come from? Um, pretty sure it was a like a celebration for pilgrims, but um, Google it quick. Yeah. So here's my thing that I'm thinking: What if it became a regional thing based off of whatever culture you belong to? That would be kind of interesting. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's a concept, but it's more of an idea than it is a holiday. So, like, if you're part of the Republic of Dave, your Thanksgiving is to celebrate that we had another bountiful year. Of harvest, yeah. Of harvest. It, it would be but, a harvest festival. But the Brotherhood could be like, hey, we're going to get together in, a, in, a, in, a, in an hour of remembrance for all the people that we've lost. Or the NCR could maybe have a little bit of a touch of the old world and say, hey, everybody, like eat a little extra tonight. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's, it's, I'd like to see how, how, like how we just said about Mac and cheese being a cultural thing. Uh, I think it'd be neat to see how every culture that is now out there kind of interprets it. Do Raiders celebrate Thanksgiving hmm. or is everyday Thanksgiving because you don't really have a Thanksgiving when you're shooting up fucking psycho and just shooting at anything that moves. All right. So I'm on the history, uh, history.com. Yeah. And I'm on their thing about uh, Thanksgiving, and all the way at the bottom, it has a Thanksgiving's origins section. It's only, like, okay. a paragraph, so I'll read it. Although the American concept of Thanksgiving developed in the colonies of New England, its roots can be traced back to the other side of the Atlantic. Both the separatists who came over on the Mayflower and the Puritans who arrived soon after brought with them the tradition of providential holidays. Days of I fat- know what that word means. I'll explain. Okay. Holidays, uh, providential holidays, days of fasting during difficult or pivotal moments, and days of feasting and celebration to thank God in times of plenty. So it was basically a harvest festival after, like, weeks of fasting to conserve food. Hmm. In In ancient times, Egyptians, Greeks, and Romans feasted and paid tributes to their gods after the fall harvest. Thanksgiving is also... Thanksgiving also bears a resemblance to the ancient Jewish festival of harvest, uh, Sukkot. I'm not sure how to actually pronounce that, but that's as close as we're going to get. Okay. Finally, historians have noticed that Native Americans had a rich tradition of commemorating the fall harvest with feasting and merrymaking long before Europeans stepped foot on the shores. So it's a harvest festival at its root. Okay. So... I'm still a little. I'm still a little lost yeah. in the sense. Was was it something that happened multiple times a year? One time a year? Well, the best time for harvest is the fall. No, I understand that, but I'm saying like, would you have mini Thanksgivings if it's like, all right, it's the summer, we got to wait like two weeks for all the watermelons are fully grown. Grown. You know what I mean? 
Um, I feel like it would like, be economical. I feel like that would make sense. That's that's just uh... like like a mid season harvest. So, okay, what else is on your table? What else? What else is on my table? Yeah. Um, so definitely potatoes. Okay. Because you know, I fuck with mashed potatoes. Um, what else? Let's, all right, we have tarberry. That can be like cranberry sauce. Okay. Wait, hold on, Declan. Yes. To make to make mashed potatoes is going to be incredibly hard. Hmm. Because you need you need to one boil the potatoes. So that that does, that's not have, that hard. There's no electricity. There's no okay. Maybe there's electricity, but it's not like it's not like there's just electricity free flowing. Well, you can make a fire and like have a hot pot. Absolutely, absolutely. So there's that. That makes it easier. But where are you going to get milk or butter? Like, you have to add something to make the mashed potatoes creamy. Um, there has to be some kind of Brahmin milk. No, I, there probably definitely is, but I'm saying, like, how f- common are Brahmin? Pretty common. They're in every game. I mean, yeah, but it, there's not pastures of Brahmin that you can just walk up to. Well, I guess we're assuming this from the lens of having availability of all these resources. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like this is it's it's a thought exercise. It doesn't have I, to be real. I've been thinking more about well, that's what do you mean by thought exercise? Because a thought exercise, I'm thinking about how am I getting all the supplies? I'm thinking of more of just like assume that it's bought and paid for. What actually is available? Like all what right. could we? What do we have in in the canon that would actually work? Okay, all right, all right, okay, all right, all right, all right, okay. I thought you meant like yeah. let's figure out where everything is and go get it and how to get it. I mean, most of the stuff is just grown. Like, although the, the milk is a hard one. That's definitely a hard one. Um, other than that, I would say, what would be dessert? Um, fucking fancy lad snack cakes. I was thinking that, but if you're bougie, you can get perfectly preserved pie. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen one of those machines with the glass broken? No. Neither have I. Must be some bulletproof shit. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like other than that, um, I would say that some like preserved alcohol would probably be around. Um, you can probably use Nuka Cola to make like a sauce. You can. That would be cool. The cookbook, which is behind me, yeah, um, actually has a recipe for Nuka Cola barbecue sauce. So that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, what else do you think? Do you think we're missing anything? A corpse. A corpse. Yeah. You know, just cannibalism. Just for, just for eating. Just, yeah, just yeah. You, you can eat. You can eat that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I. Yeah. So that would be definitely more of the raider Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Um. I yeah. I just I I uh, death flags. Ooh yeah. Um, that would be good. I, I'm really curious to know what color the yoke is. I bet it's like um, a dark orange. I would hope so. I don't know why. America's the only country that the yolks are yellow. Yeah. Um, I actually just saw in Japan, they have white yolk. Oh, really? Yeah, they feed the, the chicken mostly a diet of white rice. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I was watching a thing about... Um, there's there's a There's a Japanese dish... Something Gohan, it's called. Uh, Tamago is egg, and then something Gohan, where it's just white rice with a raw egg, like, scrambled into it, and hmm. a little bit of soy sauce, and I think maybe some scallion, and I think that's it. Oh, dude. And I don't mean to cut you off, but Instamash is a thing. We have got, we've got mashed potatoes oh, covered. Oh, shit. I, I didn't think we were, I didn't think we were doing, um... Doing boxed? Yeah, I thought it was all, like, the shit... I mean, it's for the harvest. I thought it was, like, all shit we had to go yeah. out and get. I mean, ideally, you're going to have a better experience like that. But, hey, if you're on a budget, don't worry about getting box mash. Have you ever had box mashed potatoes? Like, have you ever had mashed potatoes out of a box? Mm-hmm. Have you really? Are they good? I've never had them. They're all right. I mean, any food that comes from a powder is just, like, kind of subpar. But it can sustain life. It's good enough. There's no shame I in it. I to try it. How do you feel about stuffing? I fucking love it. Did you ever have White Castle stuffing? No, I didn't even know they had it. 
Yeah, it's it's not like a thing. I don't think it's a thing they sell, but it's like a like a like a real real ass recipe that people use. Like where they you use buy... the White Castle burgers. Yeah, well, they'll go out and they'll like throw it in like a food processor, like the whole Ooh. thing, pickles, everything, all of it, the whole fucking John. It it, it, it all gets thrown in, and then they stuff the bird with White Castle. That sounds incredible. It sounds incredibly yeah. American. Yeah. Did you, did you ever? Uh, <laughs> did you ever have a fried turkey? Uh, no, we always do ours baked. Fried turkey's the way to go. If, For real? if it takes if it takes six hours to cook a turkey, you could deep fry a turkey in two and a half three hours. And I need to have a fryer big enough. Fr- well, you have to buy like a big outdoor fryer. Mm-hmm. Um, and peanut oil is the way to go. Sorry if you have a peanut allergy, but peanut oil is the way to fucking go. It makes it just taste. It tastes. It dude. It's it's like um um. Like when they bring back Mountain Dew with real sugar, Ooh. you know what I mean. Like, and then you, yeah. you grab that, and you're like, "Oh, this tastes like it just real." Tastes better, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't taste like a chemical, um, even though it's Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, it's all just like toxic waste. Yeah, uh, it it definitely has a. Um, it tastes so much better. It's and like it's flaky, and like the the, the meat stays moist, and like turkey turkey is one of those foods that I'm cons- I'm pretty much uh, convinced. Is a food that we all love. It's it's another caveat food. It's a food that we love to put things on, but very rarely do you just eat a piece of turkey by itself. Like, don't get me wrong. Maybe you just haven't had some good turkey. No, I mean I've had some good turkey, but I'm saying like, whenever you make a plate, it's never just turkey. It's turkey with everything else, and that, or it's like a Thanksgiving sandwich. And besides, I think personally, ham is the star of the show at I Thanksgiving. I love ham fucking hell yeah everybody talks about the uh like that night or the next day thanksgiving sandwiches but nobody nobody talks about the fucking uh the ham sandwich you make after easter Ooh. nobody talks about that shit we also we that do ham at christmas too do well you? yeah wait do i know my thanksgiving sandwich the day after mm. mm-hmm. my thanksgiving sandwich is all right so you get the bread you, you butter the bread because you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta uh, some thinly shaved pieces of turkey. Sorry, I'm doing hand motions. Then no, keep it up, keep it up. Okay. Uh, then on top of that, half of it is mashed potatoes, half of it is stuffing. Okay. Where? Like, d- okay. Just like cut down the middle. Yeah. Okay. I, then I on top you. of that. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Hmm. The 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 north and south equator have two different flavor and texture. Yes. Okay. Hear, hear, hear me out. Why not mix it up? Just it mixes up in your mouth and creates a, a whirlwind of flavor. So then, wait, hold on, but wait, wait, no, we're not. We have to. Yeah, I have to ask questions. There's more sandwich. But uh, hold on, because that doesn't make sense, Declan. Hmm. You're gonna if if you start at one end, you're gonna get all mashed potato, and then you're gonna get nothing but stuffing. Well, but you you eat it from the equator. You turn it to the ninety degrees. How the fuck? What? This makes sense, right? No. All right, so you do half and half. Okay. And then you eat it right, like, your first bite, you get a perfect half and half bite. But Declan, Hmm. if you eat directly through the sandwich... Yes. You then just have two sandwiches, and both of them are different flavors at that point. It... Just take multiple bites, dude. Just... Of what? I'm not gonna... Wait, why would you... You don't structure it from the middle. Well... Wait, what kind of bread are we talking about right now? What I'm I'm assuming Italian. I the was thinking of like breads. I was thinking just like like a Kaiser, like just some ran like a regular piece of like sandwich bread. Wait, not, not like, a, like a hoagie a roll. Yeah, like a roll. Okay, okay. So that even that, that more questions. How are you gonna like? No matter where you start, even if you start directly in the middle, you're gonna have you're gonna have. You're gonna have uneven amounts of stuffing and mashed potato. Why not it, mix it them mi- together it and mixes, make it super? It mixes up naturally. But just wait, just wait. All right, all right, all right. All then all right. you drizzle some gravy on top. Okay. Then goes your thinly sliced pieces of ham. Then you okay. top. Then you top it off with another buttered piece of bread. Boom. I'm very proud that you did not say at any point in that cheese. Why would you put fucking cheese on it? I because people put cheese on everything. No, fuck that. No, I know, I know. No, the, fucking... the gravy is there to, and the butter is there to lend it moisture if it needs it. 
I... Nah. Man, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. I haven't eaten in hours. <laughs> you really like? Why do you? Why did you put an apartheid on the fucking the mashed potatoes and the and the stuffing? It mixes up. Like, why not just put it together and then spread it? I'm not sitting there, like, with a ruler measuring it, like, all right, it has to be perfectly half and half. No, I, you just you just do a glob here, a glob there, and it just kind of happens. I think you can learn a lot about a person by the way they make sandwiches. There's actually, I've come to a realization. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to make me sound like a fucking freak, and I apologize. But you can tell how vulnerable a person is willing to be by how fast they take off their shoes around you. Excuse me? Yeah. There's something very vulnerable about not having shoes and socks on. Because if you gotta go right the fuck then, like, like if I, we gotta go now, it's like, alright, give me two seconds to put socks on. You know what I mean? Like, how vulnerable are you willing to be? I think you're thinking way too into it, dude. No, I don't think so at all. I, I think this is, like, a, a thing that, like, I've kind of had, like, a eureka moment on. Like, if, if you got something out of that, great. But for me, you it's just like, Declan, great. if I was like, if I told you we got to leave, and I don't know what time we got to leave, but we, when we got to leave, we got to leave in a hurry. And you're okay. like, all right. You wouldn't say, let me get comfortable and take my socks off. Well, I don't take my socks off basically ever. No, I... You leave the shoes at the door. You're not tracking mud in the house. Yeah, you leave you your socks the on. Thing. What? No, if you because you're a civilized human. Yeah. But people that take their socks off. Well, shit. If the socks are off, then it's gay, dude. No, Declan. The ideal Thanksgiving sandwich <laughs> is a half a loaf of Italian bread. Okay. That has that has soaked one end of it has been soaked like like one one half or something of it has been soaked for at least 30 minutes in gravy. Not submerged, but enough to where like at least the first inch of the bread has been so dunked. It becomes too messy, gravy. but you yeah, have your sandwich here. I want to hear yours. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not the whole piece. It's just the like like a not an inch is too much. Like a quarter of an inch. It's just enough that every bite gets the flavor, and you're really enveloping all of the flavors of the gravy. Then you fucking put mashed potatoes on it because nothing is better than mashed potatoes with gravy. Love that. And yeah, and then you put a little maybe like you do knobs of butter, small little cubity knobs of butter in there. Yeah, little, then, little hunks of it. Yes. Then you put um, you put your your stuffing on top of it, and then you put your turkey and or ham, and then you take um, a very 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 or no I'm sorry. Then you take the cranberry sauce or whatever the hell it is and put that on top of your meats, and then on the other okay. slice of bread, if you have bacon, great. If not, I'm not going to fight you. You take a very thin layer of mayonnaise. Mayo and gravy? I'm, t- I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's it's just enough. Because if you want to put a little hot sauce on it, the mayo and the hot sauce adds just a little, little bit to it. Mm. Not a lot. I'm not saying a lot. It's just a, that little bit of extra fat. See, I just prefer going to sh- straight butter. I want That's an my IV hooked up to my arm that is just pumping gravy into me. Oh, me too. Like I just My family's gravy that. is legendary. I, it has been five years, and I have yet to have any. We literally always put some aside. You just need to pick it up. I no, you've never put it aside. Well, last year I came to your house and I had it, and then I was like, "I'm going to take some of this." And your dad was like, "Yes." And then I left without it, and then I came back like two days later, and it was gone. This is the year. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm fucking tired. Are you still um, recording? Yeah, I am. Cool, me too. What We're time are we minutes. at? Cool. We gotta talk about something. Yeah? Yeah. Um, what kind of something? Not a good, not a good. Not a good something? No. Alright, let's hear it. They released the, um, the paid, uh, the paid mod 
for Creation Club. That's the what's it called? The Capital Wasteland Mercenaries. Um, it's mm-hmm. seven hundred and fifty V bucks or eight dollars American. That's less than I expected it to be. Really, I expected it to be fifteen bucks minimum. Yeah, me too. I um, I watched I watched the the, the YouTuber who I've been a fan of for a long time, uh, Mr. Maddie plays play it because I'm mm-hmm. not paying for it. Uh, and it's called Bethesda just added part of Fallout Three into Fallout Four. Is it any good? A question mark. Um, so I'm kind of going to go over his video. I just bit. saw that recommended in my uh, subscriber box. So really, yeah, I was going to check it out, but I forgot to. Uh, oh, hold on, my notes are out of order. Oh, no, they're not. Um, all right, so it starts off with him playing, and he finds a raider wearing the Fallout 3 charmer armor, the mercenary charmer armor. Um, and when he goes through to run her pockets, the first thing that I saw was a bottle of Aquapura. Hmm. And I had, I, I, I think I said out loud, Oh, Aquapura! Like... There was something in me that that was triggered that was like, I was a little boy again. It's like, oh, just as it should be. I was like, oh my god, I was there. Like, that was, oh. Like, <laughs> DC is clean water? Like, oh my god. You know Canon what I mean? ending. Like, what'd you say? Canon ending. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> not even that. I was just like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I did that. Um... And then on the raider's name is Sparrow. You can find a note called Sparrow's note. Uh, the Talon Mercs have attacked the G has attacked GNR, and apparently the Brotherhood of Steel is scattered. You get to DC. You get to DC, and as soon as you get there, it plays the music from Fallout Three, like good Enon Zer's theme for walking around, like the exploration theme. I love that. And it was so cool to see these new graphics in an area I'm so familiar with while hearing a song that I'm so familiar with. Really sending you on a trip. Yeah, and like, part of me is like, hello friend, I've missed you. He he then goes to, to, the, to the GNR Plaza and it looks exactly like I remember it. It looks like... Uh, like it looks so it looks so fucking good and the sandbags are like in the same place and there's there's just the little school that's there it looks so fucking real like it looks just like just like it should and there's a hollow tape log uh, found on a super mutant inside the building. Oh, wait, did I not write about that? Yeah, okay, so he goes in the building, into GNR, and there's a super mutant that is there. Uh, his name is Scratch. And he, when you read it, like there's a, the, the holotape, it goes on about how there was a human who was writing for the super mutant and how he couldn't do it because he had too big of fingers. Um, and it says, he is from Apple Asia. Hmm. Declan. Yes. The Super Mutant. Oh, what? Apple Asia. The Super Mutant is. Is from Apple Asia. Say that really fast. I mean, of course, Appalachia, like Appalachia, of course. But, like, the Super Mutant's from there. Yeah. And then goes on to say, uh, he's from Apple Asia, and that's why he's green, but the mutants here are orange orange because in fallout 3 the super mutants were that yellowy orangey color instead I, of green in three yeah fox is like a yellowy orange color i've always considered them pretty green but really look up his fallout 3 super mutant. the talon company is now in possession of old brotherhood of steel vertebrates so the thing that kind of bothered me about this... Oh, yeah, is, they, they do have big splotches of orange. The thing yeah. that bothers me about this is that, like, Talon Company is now run amok. Why? I don't remember them being that big of a deal in 3. No. They just fucking work security for Rivet City, and if you were on one spectrum of the good or evil side, they came after you, and that was it. Yeah, I mean, they... Uh, Talon Company 
were stationed out of Fort Bannister, I believe. Yeah, you could find their one outpost and that was it. Yeah, like they weren't that important. Except yeah, for so, you have to get around them for a guy to shoot him in the head. Yeah, so like How did they get so important? Exactly. It's been ten years. I wanna know about that. I wanna know like the brother okay, so they say the Brotherhood is in shambles. Does that mean the Brotherhood had a falling out in DC and that there is now another sect of, of there's Brotherhood that went to Boston, there's Outcast, and there's like Outcast Two? You know what I mean? Like, or yeah, did the outcast like, just become hmm. like a bigger part? And is it more like West Coast? Like, there's so many fun ideas to explore here, and they don't even talk. And a lot of open ends. And I mean, this is—I didn't play this. I watched somebody play it. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So, like, I can't sit here and be like, "Well, this isn't addressed." Maybe it is. I don't know. But like, it just makes me want to go back to DC. It just makes me want to see what's going on in D.C. more, especially ten years later. It's like, how are these folks doing? Yeah. Okay, so in, in one in one of the Merc logs, it says that D.C. was pretty much abandoned by the Brotherhood when the Pridwin left um, the, the Air Force base at the, mm-hmm. the... The Air Force base that you take over or destroy at the end of Broken Steel. Yeah. Um, uh, Arlington? I do don't yes. think so. Is it? I believe so, yeah. I didn't write that down like an idiot. Um, and they took almost, if not everybody. And throughout the entire thing, I knew it wasn't going to be there, but I kept going, where is Three Dog? Where is Three Dog? Where is Three Dog? Where is Three Dog? And then, eventually, you find a ghoul sitting down in a chair who's dead, and his name is Phil Goodman. The Ghoul of Cool. Just taking up the... He says in one of his logs, just taking up the mantle, I didn't start this old jukebox, I just play her songs. Then it turns out that Three Dog is missing. Three Dog just went missing. Hmm. He's just gone. No explanation, just we don't know where Three Dog is. Just gone. Just not around. But you can find Three Dog's outfit, his hat, and his glasses. That's kind of neat. But where is he? Like it, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like a reward for 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 doing. Like it's not a it, proper substitution to meeting him. No, not even that. That's not my point at all. It doesn't feel like I shouldn't say feel because I didn't play it. But it doesn't seem like it was a reward for doing the quest. And this is this is an eight dollar quest. It is one quest. That it you go to seems, a new area for. It seems relatively large for a it's, for a single quest, though. It's it's it was uh, the video is like fifth less than fifteen minutes, and when the video was over or right before it was over, uh, he says that he watched the entire footage of gameplay, and it's like thirty minutes, thirty eight dollars for thirty minutes. I go see a movie for eight dollars; it's two hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Just you find three dogs' clothes. Okay, well that that asks, asks another question. Why are his clothes here? But not him. Yeah, like what's with that? Like, I'm not leaving. If I gotta fuck, if I gotta get out now, I'm not leaving without my lucky underwear. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just find his clothing. Where? What happened with his clothing? Like, why is it there? Why isn't he there? Um, hmm. Three dog is the like number one char- character that Eric Todd Dellums gets asked about. All the time. Yeah. He would have... Lo- and apparently, from what I understand, he has not worked in years. I don't think he's worked since Skyrim. He has. Not on, has he? Not on a game, on other stuff. Because, like, I remember reading his tweet, his tweets, and he was like, I have not worked in a while. So... Uh, I know that he's the voice actor for Avarice on... Um, for the Dragon Prince. He does, a gr- he does a great job on that role. I don't know what any of that is. The Dragon Prince is a an animated show from the creators of uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's uh, really yeah, it's on Netflix. I'm fucking obsessed with it. The world is so really? cool. Yeah, it's so fucking cool. And yeah. he's in that. Yeah, he plays uh, this wizard guy. He's oh, it's so neat. But like, it's a completely like different role from Three Dog. Like he, this guy's wicked. Really? Yeah. I have, I'll watch it if he's in it. I'll fucking watch it. Yeah. But it's just like. This is this is 
arguably one of the more beloved characters. Oh, easily. Bring him in. Yeah. Like, you want it, like, the, if I could go talk to Three Dog. Do you want some I, good PR? Bring him in. I would probably buy it if it had Three Dog. Me too. Like, the only thing that I can say out of watching this is that if they built all of this, I just hope it happens. It's, dude, if, if they announce it in 2020 to get released that year, do you understand what, what fucking 2020 is going to be for games? It's going to be the next 2007. We are getting Halo next year. We are getting fucking Half-Life. Psychonauts 2. We are getting fucking Doom. We are getting the new Animal Crossing. Like, next year is going to be a massive big. year. And you know what? 2019 been has been a really big year for games, too. It's been alright. There's been a few that I enjoyed. I mean, I in general, there's been, a, there's been a, it's been a big year for games. I, I, yeah, I mean, it has, I really want to play the new Star Wars game, apparently it's really good. Really? Uh, there's no press about it, I've not seen a commercial, seen an ad anywhere for it. Hmm. Um, I haven't played the Outer Worlds in a couple weeks, and it's not because I don't want to, it's because I started leaving the house again. <laughs> and there's that. <laughs> like, anytime I do have time to jump on PlayStation, it's like, hey, come play Grand Theft Auto with your friends. So, you know right, what I mean? Right, yeah. I've it's been playing. Enjoying the game. I've been just... playing a lot of Outer Worlds, a lot of Pokemon. I've been watching my roommates play Death Standing or Death Stranding. Yeah, how do you and feel about it? It's so freaking cool. Really, I want to yeah. try it. It's, just... it's it's extremely like big brained. That's how yeah, I can describe yeah. it. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kojima's Kojima brain is game. so big. It's it's Kojima jerking himself off, going, "I'm such a fucking genius." It really like, is, but you know what? I eat it up. It's so weird. If it's anything like PT, which I know it's not, but PT was a fucking walking simulator. Um, yeah. I don't know. Next year is going to be big. This the, the point. The point is, I'm 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 upset about this because I really want. I just really want to play three again with a fresh coat of paint. I would love I'll that. Be, I'd love I, nothing I, more. I want that. I want that. I want that. I want that. But like, I'm afraid I'm not going to get it. And I kind of understand why I would never get it. Um, and it made me think about my entire relationship with Fallout. And it made me think, which is such a fucking weird thing to say. Cause it's, yeah, it's a, right? It's a, like, you know what I mean? But, like, it made me think about... about and I, I started writing something because of it. I was, like, inspired enough to write about it. Are you going to share with the class? Yeah, I would love to. I don't have a name for it. I don't have anything, like... I don't have any, like, title for it, but it's just... I'm just gonna go. You ready? Yep. Go. Growing up in eastern Pennsylvania, one of the biggest problems is the opioid and heroin addiction. As soon as you hear that someone you love is addicted to heroin or pills, you almost automatically presume them dead. At least in my personal case. It's something that gets into the person and cannibalizes, cannibalizes them from the inside. But one of the worst parts about finding out that a friend of yours has the itch is when you're speaking to them, when they're deep, deep into the stages of their sickness. To see, to see them look you dead in the eyes and no longer see the sparkle or the passion or the gleam of what was once there. As they lie to you, they tell you about getting better, but with the next breath, they're asking you for money or trying to scam you or something in some other manner. Watching someone else play Fallout 3 in Fallout 4... In their paid DLC, I had the same feeling as if when looking into the cold, dead eyes of a friend that I once had. Seeing Aquapura in Fallout 4, seeing Aquapura in Fallout 4 popping up in the lootable menu, genuinely filled me with such a sense of nostalgia and longing for the days of the past. Eight letters. A-Q-U-A-P-U-R-A. Eight letters, two words, and one of them which isn't even a real word instantly rushed me back to 11, 12, 13, 14 years old of me sitting alone in my bedroom at 1 a.m. on a Friday night. Exploring the dilapidated ruins of DC's mall, I felt as if I was looking into my old friend's eyes, but that sheen, that sparkle, that splendor had all gone dull. The smile was on my... The smile on my face... The smile on my face for me experiencing the exploration, the music, seeing GNR, and finding Three Dogs clothing 
all reminded me of growing up with my old friend, and I was instantly reminded about how I would probably never, ever feel that certain way again, because what I was witnessing was no longer my friend that I grew up with. It was hollow, it was dry, and it was over. I miss growing up with my friend in such a way that every single day I think about... Okay, and this part I'm just fucking making it up because I didn't finish it. But, like, to watch somebody else play this in its in its own sense was kind of like a weird, hollow experience. I, I, I don't know about you, Declan. Mm-hmm. I have a friend or two that has been hit with the this affliction of opioid addiction. And just to watch somebody, like, lose their soul, in a sense, to see somebody who, who was intelligent and to see somebody who was someone who was resourceful, to see them, to see them be, have no soul, to, to see that luster in their eye disappear... It's heartbreaking. It's the fucking worst fucking thing on this planet is to see somebody lose themselves to a substance. And I'm watching this and these little things keep happening. Like I said, I was I was a little boy again and I was I was looking at Aquapura and I'm looking at the bottles that, that he's picking up and like I'm just sitting there going, I want my friend back. This was... Uh, my original idea was to write Fallout 3 a eulogy, but it'll never die to me. You don't understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wanted to write a eulogy of saying, like, it's over, it's done with, we can move on from here, but it can't die because the memories I have with it are real. Do you understand? I understand. So, like, I just... I just want... And I don't think it's me just longing for the past... Because I, I think that's I think that's a weak thing to do. I, I think You're that longing the only... for a brighter future. No, not no. even that. I'm longing for the respect that when you have a memory you hold so dear to you, even though it's not a real tangible thing, you you almost build it up as this mythical kind of creature, this mythical being, this, this, this nigh intangible, this nigh tangible thing that you have in front of you that you can kind of just, you cling to it. Fallout three was my, was my game that I played all the time. Always when I was mad. And I've said this before, when I was mad, when I was happy, when my heart was broken, when I was scared, when I was anxious, when I was confused, Fallout 3 was there for me the same way a good friend is. And to... to I almost wanted to equate it as... Like, if my friend went to college and then he came back and now he's a different person. But... I can't say that he was bettered from this experience. You took an entire experience that was special to me you took an entire experience that's that's special to like let's be honest the only reason people were buying these later fallout games is because of what three and new vegas did and the fact that bethesda rarely talks about new vegas they don't they they don't have anything to say about it when when you see fucking sony come out with a big game microsoft tweets at sony or ea tweet like everybody tweets at everybody like we're, we're playing against each other, but at the same time, we're on the same team. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Like, we're all bowling against each other, but we're all on the same... We're all still sport. bowling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how come Bethesda never... Like, they like they didn't tweet out at Obsidian for when the Outer, Outer Worlds, Worlds yeah. came out. Like, why didn't that happen? And I... And I'm, like, the reason why people bought Fallout 4 is because of 3 in New Vegas. And for a lot of people, it's more New Vegas than it is 3. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, and I, I'm really, really doing my best to to stay away from the term "pimped out," but like, I, I felt like I, I felt like I was watching part of my childhood being sold off in an exploitative manner, and. They got me. Like, they got me. Every step of the way they got me. From the music, the aquapura, to the, the fucking, the, the armor, to 
to, to fucking the, 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 the gunners, not the gunners, <laughs> the fucking Talon Company mercs in rusted, beat up, worn out power armor. Like, I just, I miss my friend. I miss my fucking friend. And I hope my analogy or my metaphor, whatever the fuck it is, I hope somebody understood it. And I hope somebody, I hope somebody feels, not, I hope, I don't hope anybody feels in a negative sense, but I hope somebody kind of understands where I'm coming from and sees that what I'm, what I'm saying and, and understands kind of like where I'm coming from. Because even if we ever do get a remastered version of Fallout 3, I, I know beforehand it's not the game I grew up with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know that. I'm 100% aware that that is not the game that I spent countless hours researching and walking around in and shooting fucking ghouls in the, in the metro system. I'm aware of that. This is the same game, but with a fresh coat of paint. It's like when you buy a dog after your dog dies. It's nice, but it's not the same. As much as fucking Sparky might look like Max, it's not the same. And I understand that. And I just want... I just fucking want to... I don't know. Like, I feel like an idiot for talking about about a video game this way. But at the same time, like, it became such a big part of who I was. It was a game that, like... People knew me, people knew about me because of the game, in the sense that, like, when I was a kid, I remember, I've told the story before, when Fallout 4 came out, a kid, and I was in school, it was 2015 when they announced it, a kid who I had never spoken to before came up to me right after the announcement trailer, because I was switching a class, Mm -hmm. came up to me in the hallway and goes, did you see it? Didn't say, hey man, you're the guy who likes Fallout, right? He came up to me, and who I've never spoken to, came up to me and goes, did you see it? And I went, you bet your fucking sweet black ass I saw it. You know what I mean? I want to feel respected. If if I recall correctly, he was Asian. No. No? No, this was a different kid. Okay, I was thinking of a different one. No, I know who you're talking about. I went up to him and I started shaking him and going, it's happening. That's, yeah. Um, I want I want to be respected by a massive multi-billion dollar corporation who doesn't give a fuck whether I exist or not. That's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Ha So, it's a lose-lose situation. And what are you going to do? Lose? Yeah. But... I don't know. You know who's not a loser? I was just going to do that. It's Shane Ivers. Were you about to say you know who's not a loser? Yeah. Oh, you're a fucking G. But yeah, Shane Ivers, that dude makes our intro music. Man, we love that Shane Ivers. If you want to get that music, it's Feather Duster. You can get it at silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Vince, do you want to talk about social media? Alright, you can find us on social media. There's links in the description below to my personal, Declan's personal, and the show. Um, You can also follow us on Discord. Like I said before, if you want to hear lore at this point in time, I'm taking requests. Uh, (laughs) So just shoot me uh, a thing. uh, Shoot me a message in feedback. You can at me in feedback and say, I want to hear this lore. Please and thank you. Um, It'll happen faster if you're polite. (laughs) And... And also, if you give us enough time to research. (laughs) Well, yeah, that as well. Um, Just jump in. You can hang out with a bunch of other people, a bunch of great like-minded folks that want to just talk about games and whatnot. Um, And if you like the show, which I hope you do, you can find us on anywhere where podcasts can be downloaded. And you can listen to us on YouTube as well. I think YouTube is the better place to watch us because we do have our faces shown. Um, but if not, if you're on the train, you're going to class, you're driving, you're in class, you're at work, and you just want to pop something on, you can find us, like I said, anywhere, Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Music, because I think they got rid of iTunes. Um, yeah. I use CastBox. There's also Stitcher. There's I everything. use Spotify. Yeah, there's everything. Um, but if you if you really like the show and you want to see us get a little bigger and a little better, you can throw us a couple bucks on Patreon. Now, our Patreon all the money that we get off of that goes right back into the show. Um, 
it's I don't know if we ever said this, but thank you to our Patreon patrons because uh, because of what you guys have given us, we had to pay recently our 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 uh, our hosting our, fee. Yeah, yeah, our hosting fee. Thank you. I, I don't know why I blanked on the word. Um, and it, 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 it the entire thing was paid by you guys, mm-hmm. um, and that's a fucking great feeling. It's so great. So, yeah, yeah, to know that like somebody out there, multiple people out there, fucking believe in us. Um, it's really like uh, warming. Yeah, it, it feels validating. Yeah, that's why I don't. I'm spacing yeah. on words today. Um, well, you just got off this like emotional poetry read, so like maybe you're a bit drained. <laughs> so it's just uh, we have to thank some people, the the beautiful fine folks who helped us get through our first year. Um, Declan, do you have the thing in front of you? I do. Well, it's in my brain at this point. Oh, I, I don't know if you write it down or not. I would write it... Uh, me, personally, I would write it down because I would never want to say someone's name incorrectly. Right, right. Um, but, but the first person, it's always the friendly always. companion cube. My man. I hope you're doing all right, man. I haven't heard from you in a while. In yeah. Hit us up. Yeah. We also have Noah. I'll Noah. be seeing you soon, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You might even see him by the time this comes out. Yeah. He's a good guy, too. We also have Gage. Gage, another guy who's always dude. Gage just shared a picture of his cat. In oh, the in the Discord, cool. He, uh, a beautiful, a beautiful little boy. Love that. We also have Mason. Mason, another new guy. He's in the Discord too. Everybody, just get, get, get in the Discord. Get in there. Um, um, and we also have my. Sorry, my brain exploded. But no, it, you're good. <laughs> um, it is. We also have. Jordan with a Y. Jordan with a Y. Uh, thank you all very much. I appreciate all of you very much. Um, did we hit it? We have merch? Yeah. We have a we, red we, bubble. We've got we, that. We forget constantly to, to promote it. Um, get yourself a sticker, a shirt, a duvet, a clock, a block, a ball. I don't think we have balls. We don't have um, balls. Haha. <laughs> yeah, I think that's everything I want to say. That's everything that I want to say. Folks, by the time this comes out, we will officially be Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm actually kind of excited for Black Friday. Season's greetings, motherfuckers. I'm, I'm, I'm only playing Yuletide Bangers all... Oh, hell yeah! Fuck, dude, we were, I was listening to it with Steven, we were fucking at the coffee shop, and I was like, I put mean, on fucking Yuletide Bangers, I, I don't love give a fuck that. what I love that. Um... All right. All right. Um, See you later, everybody. folks. Uh, something heartwarming and endearing. Bye. Bye. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast.